Hello, everybody, and welcome to the season two finale of The Chat. We have so much to discuss tonight before we take our month-long break, and we are ready to just dive into it. But before we do, let's talk to our co-host. Tiggs, how are you? I'm doing fine, Casey. I hope everyone is doing swell during this current lockdown. Um, Alan, how are you? Yeah, at least I'm not canceled like Camilla Banis. Oh, it's Benus. Thank you. Oh. Don't even get me started on that. Oh, God. And even though you can't see it right now, she's enjoying an adult beverage in the sun. Dee, how are you? I'm feeling amazing, baby. I'm feeling amazing. <laughs> and the state farm worker, which <coughs> you want to read the terms and conditions, Rodrigo, how are you? I am doing good, Casey. The weather is great in D.C. I am enjoying it, so let's get to it. I'm ready. Yes, well, I'm going to kick off with the topic that everybody is buzzing about. Um, the new Days of Our Lives summertime promo came out, and at the very end, we got a little taste of Jay Kenneth Johnson's return as the original Philip Kyriakis. So, Dee, break it down. What did you think? What are you hoping for, Philip? Just tell us all of your thoughts. Okay, number one, I thought everybody knew. I was just <laughs> waiting for the promo to drop. I was waiting for Fawn yeah. Philip to show up because I knew he was coming. So when that promo came, uh, oh, three or four people on the beach heard me go, hell yes, Fawn Philip is back, yes! I'm so excited. <laughs> That's my man. He's been my man for a very long time. And I told him a couple of times, so he knows. It's not like it's a secret. <laughs> I'm very excited. Um, the only Kyriakis that I like, other than Xander, is coming back. I'm very excited about this. Uh, he's going to spice things up, get things kicking, and he's fine as hell. So I'm about that life. I'm very excited. It's a wonderful time to be me. <laughs> Now, Alan, of course, Nadia Bjorlin is reported to be back on contract. So are you hoping for a Philip and Chloe reunion? Well, hopefully they do that because then they can retcon Parker back to being Philip's son, which should have been the first place. Fucking Tom, so retconning like shit. No. Fuck them forever for that. But anyway, I, thought, I never thought he would return because remember a couple years ago when he looked like a fucking serial killer with all that hair and a beard? He just looked like he half women up in a fucking ass. It's just not a good look for him, but he's hot, back to being hot now. That's great. I'm excited. So, <laughs> Rodrigo, are you very, very happy that John Paul Lavoisier is not coming on considering Ron's the head writer? Who? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I don't... I don't recall that time. Um, <laughs> we only accept because, the original recipe, Philip. I mean, that was a long, that's the wrong initial. JPL, it should have been JKJ from the start. I don't Thank know what you. took them so long to get this man back on the show, but whatever worked. I mean, we already knew with the, the little spinoff they did on the, on the, on the, um, on the app uh, with the reunion, that eventually Philip would be back on the real days of our lives. I mean, come on. That was just eventually what was going to happen. And now your other was coming back for the 15th time. And um, so it was it was destined. So I'm, I'm 
you know they're going to do Philip and Chloe. You already know that's what's going to happen. How they're going to do it? How they're going to do it? We don't know. This summer is going. I'm telling you, this summer you might some might hate the summer, some might like the summer, but there's going to be some shifts going on, and like I can't wait with. Eventually, you know, Alice Sweeney coming back and the new alley, the little teenage alley. So this is a good time right now for days. And bringing back Jay Cam Johnson, that's a good start right there. And that promo was just, it was fire. They are taking taking advantage (laughs) of the other soaps not being on the air. And they said, fuck it, we are going to get those viewers that need some soaps right now. And I admire it. And I mean, they're competing against classics. So they're competing against Young and the Restless and Bold and Beautiful Classics. Uh, the GH Classics. So you got to admire what they're doing. So I'm all for it. Like, and I hope there's many more returns coming. So let's get it. Now, Tiggs, do you think that Phillips' return will ultimately be a big ratings boost? If they do it right. Because, yeah, like, it's perfect. He needs to be back with Chloe. I was never a Brady and Chloe fan. No. Yeah. I always loved her and Phillips. Always. Even when she was fake accusing his ass of rape, I still wanted them together. I just I always <laughs> loved Phillips and Chloe together. I just Wait, don't talk about that dark time. <laughs> Come out, he raped me emotionally. I want to smack the shit out of Chloe. But um, I'm ready for it. You know, I, I, I want it to be him coming in like, oh, oh, oh. Xander's the new crown jewel. Yes. No, no. I can't wait for that. You know, Sonny's a wimp. Gus is incompetent. <laughs> Bo is dead. And even if Bo was alive, he wouldn't want it. But you this over me? And I won't take to be on his motherfucking ear. Get this shit, boy. I couldn't get it for you. I tried to get it for you, but I can't. Get this shit away from Zan. And don't be a little bitch about it. Be cutthroat about it. Get that company back from your punk-ass cousin. I want them to be going at it. Kate is too busy dealing with uh, uh, Chad, retcon son, so whatever. I would love to see... I'm sorry, I would love to see a little Philip versus Justin type thing. Like that, that would be the, that's a little general, that's a little generational thing that Philip wants to be the king of Kiriakis now, of Titan, whatever. And so, and you know, Justin's always the one that's like wants to be the one that's running shit at, with Uncle Vic. So, since Sonny's going to be gone, like that, both that you know, those dynamics would really be key. I would love to see that. But in my I just opinion, want Justin feel... to be like a, like a chairman on the board type thing. Because I do want him to be next yeah. in line as the patriarch because John Aniston is up there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So oh, Justin yeah, needs yeah. to, you know, come yeah. in. And I want, I want, with Victor's help, I want him to be like all up in the mix. You know, Victor's just like, well, I don't know. Philip's been fucked up too many times. And I want Justin to be on Philip's side. Like, fuck Xander. That's how I want it to be, yes. I don't want Justin as the singular war piece. I want him teamed up with somebody. Because I think with Justin, that time has passed. And, you know, it's not the same. Like, Young and Restless, it always irked me when, like, Jack and Jill would do something and Kane just had to be brought in. But with Days, I think all the chess pieces are there. And I love those characters. 
a lot more in the sense where I'm okay with Justin being a supporting player to a corporate battle with Philip. So, yeah, we'll see where it goes. But I think Ron will do right by the character. I think it will certainly be better than Dina Higley and Josh Griffith. And yeah. we'll... You know, oh, there was a good one out there. Oh, God. Because all, all, all we got was Philip Balson. I'm just like, oh, God. Uh, I yeah. love John Paul, but that was he just has... Oh, I know. That was... John Paul has a stick in... John Paul, yeah. he doesn't need to be a recast. He needs to be a totally new character. Philip wasn't goofy. Philip's not yeah. a goofy character. Okay? Yeah, so like, if, that's, that's what, if, J, if that's what had, JPL does. He does goofy. Yeah, if they had <laughs> bought him on as maybe like a sore ass character, like like Andrew Donovan, maybe. Yeah, he could have been Jeremy Horton, maybe. Yeah. You know, something like that. But Philip, no. No. Well, and you know, Philip was always funny in terms of sarcasm and cunningness. You know, he wasn't. Yeah, like he was like Victor. Laugh yeah, track like Philip moment. talked his shit, but it yeah. wasn't goofy. You know what I'm saying? The only time Philip was extra, extra kind of boring and serious was when Kyle Brent was in a role. But hell, Kyle <laughs> Brent did a better job than John Paul. So shit. That's sad because Kyle Brent was a bad actor. <laughs> he did a better job. Like John Paul, like he was just Rex Balsam in Salem. I'm like, what are you doing? Like doing the only thing he knows how to do. Just <laughs> hello. Acting like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. <laughs> That's all he knows how to do. Oh my god, not Shaggy. I'm done. Every time I see him, I just think Zoinks. Like, no. Mm-hmm. I just hope that they was- have a good plan because you know, Dave's like the weave characters in and out. I want Philip long term. I don't want Philip to come start shit for four months and then, oh, he's gonna stop. Oh, he gone. Right. Yeah. No, he needs to be back here and in charge. Like, no, my father is a thousand years old and I need to be in this bitch. Because Xander is eventually going to fuck up and put the company in in danger. We love Xander, but he'll fuck up. Well, and we want him to be the fuck up. You know, we want Xander to mess up because the way that Xander picks himself back up each and every time is so fun to watch. And Paul Telfer just does it so well. And so... I want Xander to fall flat on his face because you know he'll swoop right in at the last minute and get his revenge and save himself. So it's interesting. And Lord, let me tell you, I won't be able to contain myself if they have a scene where Xander, Brady, and Philip are all shirtless. Ooh. Okay. Well, you, know that's you know that's coming. Especially Eric Marsal, because Eric Marsal got a perfect dad bod. Like it's, <laughs> it's toned, it's defined, but it got a little weight on it. I like that shit. Yes, Let me tell you, when he hugged me out of day's event, it was all real. I want that motherfucker to take me to a soccer game. Shit. Be quiet, Diggs. I got a whole ass lap dance. Speaking of soccer games, I mean, he could play with I'm so jealous. Oh, oh, Casey? Oh, 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 all right. Oh, Look, it's the season go. finale. We'll, we'll be back in a month, but for now, let's make it count. <laughs> Here they come with the hard-ons. Lord. I'm excited. The, the promo had me excited, though. I'm, I'm ready. Me too. Lucas is back, and yeah, little Allie's going to be a shitty-ass mess. I want her to be a uh, fucking mess. I damn near want her to burn her house down her first day back. I, and perfect even if by accident. Looks. Perfect like, casting in looks. And I want, and I and I love my Samantha Jean, but I want her to be just as awful to her as, as Sammy was to Marlon. She was to Marlon. to be awful. Yeah. I want her to be awful. I want her to, like, yes. praise her Auntie Belle. I want her to love Belle and Carrie, but I want her to fucking hate Sam. 
I, I want that shit so Team bad. Claire could really tear Salem up. Can you imagine? Oh. And see, and that's the reverse too. Because I want, I want, I want Claire to idolize Sin and be like, no, my mother never understands me. But TT, you got. Me. You yeah. understand that these motherfuckers ain't shit. Because you know, no, Bill always wants to turn the other cheek and all this other shit. Fuck that. Let's talk about Claire a little bit because Emily O'Brien is joining Days of Our Lives. And even though we've known for eight months, Soap Opera Digest, the last magazine on sale for soaps, reported it as an exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> You're so messy. I hate when they do those exclusives because it's like, yeah, okay, with Days, you know, we do learn things. We've been new, but shit, I, I forgot shit. You know, Days, Emily oh, yeah, O'Brien they, joined they, that show back in 97. Shit. Yeah, they did that. They <laughs> with the last like, blast group. Six months ago. <laughs> I broke that. that was broken six months ago. Then I but they killed me with too. those damn exclusives. It's like, <laughs> yeah, Jason 47 girl. told me to tell you where. <laughs> I'm like, Stephanie Sloan, girl, calm down. Oh, God. She, look, she needs a vacation. She needs to get bitch slapped by Richard something. Um, so anyway, we have Emily, who is debuting um, on June 5th as Gwen, which is going to be Claire's Bayview kind of friend. Um, so, Dee, what do you think of Emily O'Brien joining Days, and how do you think she'll fit into Claire's story? You already know I have issues with any character named Gwen, so you already know I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> you already know I got issues. If, if she came back saying her last name was Hotchkiss, I swear to God, I would go off. But <laughs> oh, I, I hated her too, Dee mm, I hated Gwen. I already know she's going <laughs> to be mixing it up with Gabby. That promo, that promo itself let me know that whole little triangle right there is going to be hellfire. I'm so excited. Nice. I'm so ready. I mean... Obviously, if judging by the promo, it kind of looks like we're gonna we're not getting Stefan back anytime soon. So it'll be interesting to see this dynamic with this person that I'm still calling Stefan in my head and Jake whenever he does something I don't like. Um, how he's gonna be interacting in between these two women, one of them straight out of the loony bin and one of them that be acting like she should be in the loony bin, except well, you know, whatever. But I'm really excited to see how that's going to turn out and um, how my girl Gabby is going to get her man because I love strong and determined women that go after what they want. And she is determined that that is stepping. She's going to get stepping. So I can't wait to see this happen. And little girl, little Gwen better watch out because she's about to get eaten up by a shark. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So uh, Rodrigo, Ron Calabardi released this statement on the story saying, in order to put an end to this situation <coughs> with the people who are after him, Jake has to track down his ex, the mischievous Gwen. Um, I don't want to give too much away. She is kind of the key to him resolving the issues with these bad people. It will also be interesting to see how Gabby reacts when she finds out that Jake has an ex-girlfriend. Do you think... But this is just too much of a general hospital retread. And do you think the story will be as interesting as we're hoping for? Now, you know Ron is trolling Frank ass with this shit, okay? Like, he already done it. He, he started with this Jake, naming this character Jake with amnesia. Is he or isn't he? 
we're all wondering, is this Jason? Is this not Jason? Who is this person? He's doing the same thing with this character. I mean, it's fun. It's a fun storyline. I mean, I know we can't, I don't think this guy is Stefan. I want him to be Stefan, but if he's not, the chemistry between Brandon and Camilla is still there. Nothing has changed. They still are doing the same thing as if he were Stefan. So I like the dynamic. Bring And then it's classic Ron to bring in like a third wheel always for these storylines. And it's nothing new he hasn't done before. So he's doing a little trolling, but he's doing his own little twist on it. So I think he wants to do the story he's always wanted to tell that he couldn't do at GH. So we'll see how it goes. But so far, I'm liking the dynamic between everybody, Cabela, Brandon, Emily O'Brien. I loved her on Young and Arrested as Jenna before. You know, the whole casting tumor thing. (laughs) (laughs) The whole tumor and whatnot. Um, And she was never the same after that. But I'm excited to see where this is going to go. Again, summer days. I mean, Ron's pulling out all the stops. I know it probably wasn't plotted that way, but now I see it's like, you know, it's it's going to be a good story and I'm excited to see where this is going. So it's keeping me interested. So I'm like, okay, where is he going? Where are you going, Ron? You know, he can go anywhere. You know, you can think about one thing one day and then he might switch it up and you don't even know what he's doing. So I'm excited. So Alan, are you excited as well for Emily O'Brien coming to the show and kind of the climax to resolution part of Jake's story? Well, yes and no, because I assume she's a short-term character and that's great, but I know a little bit what's coming this fall, and yikes. That's all I'm going to say, yikes. Yeah, I've heard some stuff, too, to the point where people are questioning if what's coming up is going to majorly backfire on Ron. Yeah, it will. This is not what he's planning. If what I've heard is true... Fans are not going to like this. Yeah. But they fans don't like anything, so hey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's always bad. We get Sarah Horton. Horton like now. This. Don't like Sarah Horton. We get Jarlene the good thing is that with them, like with them, like, kind of going back to taping normally. If it's fucked up, they can fix it. True. Because they're probably not going to go back to production until after Labor yeah. Day. So if it's a little too fucked up, they can fix it. Thank God. Oh, yeah. I mean, I bet Ron is at his MacBook every damn day, you know, trying to relive passions and one life to live in General Hospital on his day stories. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll just see what happens. Um, Tiggs, I want to transition now to talk to you about quite an interesting interview that came out. Um, Katie McLean um, was on the All My Children reunion episode. Um, from Entertainment Weekly, and she talked about Dixie's infamous death by pancake <laughs> under Megan McTavish. Um, <laughs> so, Tiggs, this is what Katie had to say. She said it was a dig at me by one of the writers um, that very much wanted to put me in my place. I had stepped out of line and they wanted to put me back in line and I was going to eat those pancakes and I was going to learn my lesson 
and I certainly did. So talk to me about your feelings of revisiting this story and do you think this was just Katie trying to be the ultimate company girl? She was a lot nicer than I would have been. First off, fuck Megan McTavish. Fuck her and everything she stand for. <laughs> fuck her. Dixie is one of probably probably my favorite on my children character outside of Erica, of course. But I was so I stopped watching the show for you when they did that bullshit. And after she had explained all she wanted was just like a simple scene put in, yeah, and that's what pissed her off. And then Brian Franz approved that shit. What? And then a year later, we get a what if episode. What if Dixie would have lived? That was such a slap in the facing, a crock of bullshit. He even admitted in Soap Opera Digest that it was a mistake. Well, fix it, motherfucker. Not when the show get canceled. It was bullshit. Fuck Megan Matavish, bitch. I was already pissed off about her, that goofy ass Stavros bullshit she did on GH. He frozen <laughs> in the goddamn hospital basement, bitch. <laughs> and then she gonna kill my Dixie Cooney with some goddamn eyes. She kiss my ass. Fuck her. That's why the bitch ain't working in this goddamn industry again. Raggedy bitch. Oh, Don't take it that strongly. <laughs> Fuck her. Oh, oh my god. god. We're gonna get the NC seventeen rating because I don't I don't understand. Kidding. Like you got mad at an actress for for wanting you to insert a certain scene. What? Girl. So, um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Diggs, go on mute for a bit. Take a breather. <laughs> um, so, Alan, um, McLean um, also said that she was given a choice by all my children to announce that her departure was her own choice when, in fact, it was the opposite. What do you make of that? assholes that's period they're assholes like, <laughs> fired her ass and killed her all because she asked for explained it tag killing someone is bad he buried someone alive and that they made her a bitch for asking like make that explain Latin to people no murder is bad then they made her be fucking pancakes the fucking most insulting way to kill someone in soap history literally that's the most insulting death in soap history. Even fucking Jack in the fucking elevator was more elegant. <laughs> you said elegant. Oh. <laughs> yeah, elegant. Oh my god. Sorry. It, it, when it comes down to it, um, if you have to choose between a wildly wildly popular actress and character over some fucking hack, you choose the actress. The only thing that saved Megan's ass was the fucking baby switch. That's it. And it really didn't save her because it was the acting that made it work. Yeah. Bitch. Oh, okay, Tiggs. We get it. <laughs> God. <I'm sorry. laughs> it just took God, me I back. I feel like I'm watching Fox News right now. <laughs> <laughs> the bitches and Damn. Um, so, Dee, what are your feelings on Katie revisiting this? And do you think that it was even worth it trying 
for her to cover this up after all this time to make it sound sweeter than it was? Um, I feel like she is a, she's a, I'm trying to find the right word to encompass how I'm feeling right now because she's a better person than me. There is no way I would have covered it up. I would have went to every soap magazine, every soap blog out there and told them they are firing me. This is what the story is. You need to call into, and I used to know the ABC number off the top of my head and I let you know how much I don't care about that network anymore because I can't remember it the way that I do. And I would have been having all of my fans act stupid, straight up stupid at the time it was happening. So now she's telling the stuff that's happening, that's going on behind the scenes. We already knew that it was some bullshit, but now we know just really how much bullshit it was. And part of me wishes that she had not said anything because now I'm even more upset than I was back then, if that's even possible. I just feel like it's insulting, it's disrespectful. I... <sighs> Megan McTavish has never been my favorite person, never been my oh, favorite. Oh, really? <laughs> and I mean, like, I'm not on tape level with it, don't, you know, but I mean, <laughs> I, I never really, I never, there might have been a storyline or two that I liked, but overall, I'm like, mm, I could take her or leave her. But I just felt like this was really disrespectful. And I mean, on the one hand, I'm like, Katie, come out and spill that tea, girl. You know me, I'm always about tea being spilled. But all it did was just showed me just how crappy ABC daytime was under Brian Franz because he yes. let that stuff happen. He let one of the best actresses like to ever grace the screen go over some BS. And with some pancakes, you couldn't even hold out for some Belgian waffles. What kind of shit is that? Like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm just, <laughs> D, you're like, I'm holding out for a hero. <laughs> I, I really was holding out for a hero, but shit. Instead, I got some damn Mrs. Butterworth bullshit, and I'm not okay. about Mrs. Butterworth. <laughs> I just that to me, there is I honestly can't think of any person that's died in daytime more disrespectfully than that. I honestly can't, and we see some stupid ass deaths. Alice with the Jonas down the throat. No, see, okay, I I still that's probably like to this close second. <laughs> Oh, I mean, we've had people over waterfalls. I mean, car crashes. I mean, we've had some very harrowing deaths. And we've had some stupid stuff happen. We've, I mean, on Dynasty, didn't uh, Emma Sansa's character like get taken by a damn, by a damn UFO? I yes. mean, we've seen some stupid, seen some uh, stupid yeah. shit on TV. Yeah. Pancakes, yo. Pancakes. Bye. Yeah, I think it was a character on Santa Barbara that that got killed because the sea fell off the Catwell building or something like yes. that. That was stupid. Yes. I forget who that was, but yes. <laughs> and Addy was killed by, a general hospital was killed by an off-screen train accident. That's that's dumb as well, but not as dumb as pancakes. Pancakes, yo, pancakes. I just remember that scene where it, the way that it was written was petty because all it was was Dixie sees pancakes on the table. She's like, mm, I'm just gonna eat these pancakes. I don't know where they came from. She don't even know where they came from. <laughs> I never understood that because she literally like, sat down and went, sat there oh, just ate them. I'm gonna eat these first pancakes. First of all, if I was broke, I would come up in there and say, those pancakes were for me, motherfucker. Get out. You don't know how old them pancakes have been sitting out there for so long and then this is gonna just eat them pancakes and then she's gonna croak I, and I die. Did, I, I didn't like, even watch none of that. 
I was so goddamn mad. I didn't watch none of it. I was so goddamn mad. The only reason I went back. She didn't even get buttermilk pancakes, yo. Like they could, they just disrespected her on every level. They got us some Legos. She got some Legos. The good thing about Katie McClain back then is she was ping-ponging between Asworth Turns and all my children. Let's not forget that. So she always had a little job security if all my children got out of character. Well, yeah, because she Katie fucking McLean. <laughs> and then, and then have her come, yeah, come as an angel with this push-up bra on. <laughs> hey, don't be talking about the push-up bras. <laughs> and then when she came to see JR with that tacky-ass red wig on, I'm like, oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah, that was bad. Oh, go ahead, Rodrigo. I just want to say, they don't call her Mick Travesty for nothing. So Mick Travesty. That Megan story did not did not shock me because that's how she that's how Megan McTavish rolls. That's how she's been rolling for years. Thank God she's not being allowed any writers. And they just really thought like all. a dream sequence was gonna shut everybody up. What if she would have lived? Really? Oh. Well, hey, after <laughs> unaborted fetuses and the real green light, I mean. Oh, they kiss my ass both yeah. into. All my children. Ugh. Uh, it, it was petty. It was petty though how they killed off Josh. They used his ass as spare parts. Let's save Kendall. I guess <laughs> like was running around fucking John like he was just, <laughs> gotta get that heart. Yes. Ugh. So Polish anyway, both um, thing had to get pregnant just to get some time off. Um, I originally had another topic planned to talk about the classic episodes of YNR that are fantastic. Um but I want to now talk about something else. Um, Camila Banis has mm. divided. Banus <laughs> Banis, what, whatever. Pumpernickel. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I, oh my god! Okay. That's a pumpernickel. Oh. Camila Caboose, whatever. Cabello, I don't know. Caboose. Um, when, when she roll up on your ass, I'm like Casey S. Hutch. Make sure you get it right on Twitter. Look, I say my Twitter at the very end. She can follow me, block me, come after me. I don't care. I was just not as stupid as her to say the things on Instagram that she said. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> it all started um, with her posting, is this pandemic over? Which many people felt she was making a joke of it and being awfully sarcastic. And then she decided to post her two cents about the current protests that are going on. Um, so, Rodrigo, let's go to you on this first. What do you make of this? And do you think this was wise of Camila to take a stance so publicly on two dividing issues? Well, I'll be, I, I was part of the DC protest this past weekend. Um, so I was part of it Saturday and Sunday, and to see on a to see her just I don't know what she was thinking, but girl, this is not the time right now. We don't have time for this. Either you with us, or you or you against us right now. That's my feeling right now. That's how I'm feeling right now. If you're saying anything about, oh, we shouldn't be doing this, we shouldn't be doing that. The only thing we shouldn't be doing 
for me personally is the looting and destruction of property, especially for black businesses. That I don't agree on. But for Camilla, I mean, it's just not the time, girl. And you know, I'm not gonna be like everybody and cancel her and all la di da da. No, I'm not gonna cancel her. She gonna stew in what she did, because you know Soul Food already snatched her up already the other day. So let that fall over there. Hopefully she learned her lesson. And then that's just move on. Give it a couple weeks, girl, and then just come up with a statement. I know you on hiding from Twitter. I get it. Twitter can be a beast. Twitter can be a, too savage. But it's just a time and a place. And I don't think she meant it as anything harmful. Uh, at least I hope she didn't. Maybe she yeah. was trying to make a point and just lot it got lost in translation sometimes. Sometimes these posts that people be doing, like we read it one way and then somebody might have meant it another way. And now she can't explain it because everybody's been going on her. So she said, block, 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 block. She had, she, went, she was just going bananas. So she, I take a break, girl. Just take a break. Think about what, you know, your career's hot right now. Don't let this foolish mistake you just did yes. derail that. So just take a break, step back, you know, just step back and give it, you know, let it die down. Cause right now it's not the time. It is not the time. So hopefully she learned her lesson. And I mean, that's all I have to say about that. I mean, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna cancel her. No, I have better things to worry about. So she made a mistake. So we'll just leave it at that for me. So Alan, let's compare this though um, to what others have said, particularly Eden McCoy from General Hospital who released a statement saying, I avoid political posting because I worry about offending when it isn't my intent, but my heart is broken. White privilege doesn't mean my life can't be hard. It means my skin tone isn't one of the things making it harder. I stand 100% with all who are filled with rage and sorrow. So compared to Eden's very well said and amazing statement, do you think Camila should have taken a few notes first? Eden's statement was great. It's not exactly you approach the same thing if you're a white person. But Camilla should just know that shutting the fuck up is free. You don't have to say shit. Just if you have nothing nice to say, say nothing. You don't have to fucking be on a boat with your MAGA boyfriend and his friends and calling shit about a fucking pandemic, the pandemic, when you're not freaking following the rules of stay the fuck home. Shut up. These parts are talking about sharks. Seriously? My Afro-Cuban blood. I was dodging sharks. Oh, Bitch, shut up. <laughs> we'll get back. Well, Alan, <laughs> damn. Okay. <laughs> well, you put Canceled. Um, That's what pissed me off. Yeah, Tiggs, go right into it. Let's talk about your um, thoughts on what Camila said on Instagram and then what Alan just brought up as well. What The things on Instagram, I'm like, why Rito? We got bigger fish to fry. Like, you know, she, she said some shit off the side of her neck. Yeah, It was fucked up, but I'm pretty sure she didn't learn a lesson and we will get an apology for that. But with the Afro-Cuban shit, Didi... And Rodrigo, no, we have seen some coon-ass ignorant shit this weekend from black celebrities. 
we saw stupid ass Shekinah. I ain't never liked the motherfucker to begin with. I ain't never liked her ass. It was always something about I ain't like. But she was crying over Gucci getting broken into a Linux mall in Atlanta. You crying over Gucci, but a black man has lost his life? Move, girl. Anyway, so, you know, her talking about she got Cuban Afro blood, don't nobody give a fuck because it's black people saying the same stupid shit you saying and they all getting cussed out too. Nobody is saying you should be agreeing with the looting and destroying the property and stuff like that, but people are tired. It's, it's an unrest. People are tired of the same shit happening. We have tried peaceful protests. The shit don't work. Yeah. Don't work. So what, what are we going to do? We have, we have white people out here goddamn riding over not being able to get a haircut. Or, or this whole pandemic is a hoax. It's a hoax, but you got a mask on, motherfucker. Make it make sense. So, like you said, if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say shit. And if you want to say something, talk to your publicist or some shit. If you got a black friend, maybe, just talk to somebody and be like, this, this don't sound fucked up, dude. Because I, I want to say something, but this sounds stupid. Because I'm like that with anything you say. Sometimes you need to ask yourself, do this sound stupid? Mm -hmm. And nine times out of ten, it do sound stupid, but your dumb ass put it on social media anyway. Then you want to run on, I need to take some time away, blah, blah. Ain't nobody bullying you. You said something stupid, motherfucker. Exactly. And, but, you know, this reminded me so much of almost like a Chloe Lanier situation. Because mm. all Ooh, of a sudden, she, she gets... She ain't been back since. <laughs> okay. She all ain't been back in Amber Hills. There's a reason she, Frank she probably is on there. She, she probably just on there as nail fan 2160. Okay. Every, time they promote, every time they promote her on Twitter, they have to give a hashtag to her name. She like she's <laughs> dead. Hashtag. Like, it reminded me so much of that situation for the fact that you're not scared to post it, but you're scared of criticism. When you have to be knowing in your mind that you're going to get criticism with what you say when it's stupidity. And, you know, people try to take her aside and say, look, girl, this is why, like, this, this is why we found your tweets and your Insta kind of offensive. And, you know, I love Camila. She's a great actress. She's such a strong, empowered female. It's great to see a Latina be in the forefront of a soap opera after 90 years in a lead role where the show is literally built around Gabby. However, I'm tired of her social media attitude to the point where she's like, block, block, block. If you don't know me, get off my live. I'm sorry. You don't know what you're talking about sometimes, and you're on a show that's only watched by 1.4 million. Sorry. Yeah, like, you have to know your place, and your place right now is to learn. You know, I come from the Midwest. I was raised in a town where people still use the N-word. I had to learn, too, to get out of that culture and not let myself be raised in that. So Camila needs to learn as well. And it's a difficult lesson, but people are willing to help you if you're willing to learn. Well uh, put. So, oh, thanks. <laughs> um, so Dee, let's go to you. What do you make of Camila's statements? Well, everybody knows that I'm a Cami fan and my first response is always to come out swinging on her behalf. When I saw 
that on Instagram, the first thing, I didn't take it the way that uh, apparently everybody else took it. I didn't take it any kind. It wasn't until I got on Twitter that I realized that people had serious issues with it. When I looked at what she posted, I was kind of like, she was like, when she said, this isn't the way, I thought she was talking about the looting. I did not think that she was talking about protesting at all. I thought she was talking about burning up property, like destroying your city. That's what I thought she was talking about. And she hasn't made a statement yet, so we'll find out if what I thought was true or not. Um, as far as the other things, when she's on Twitter, you, she's sensitive. I ain't, I ain't even gonna front. She's sensitive. She will block you in a minute. Like she's just, she's gonna do it. There's a lot of people that are like that. She is, she is upfront about the fact that she is upfront about the fact that she is done with twit with the bird app and their bullshit and she will block you in 2.2 seconds she has said it multiple times and she is real quick to be black 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 now that being said i don't think i want to assume positive intent and that she didn't mean it the way that people took it i'm not gonna know for sure until she actually makes a statement about it am i gonna cancel her no because uh you motherfuckers didn't cancel ingo you motherfuckers don't let me start listing all of the MAGA actors that y'all have not canceled who have said Hello. way worse shit than what she said. And you're still, you know, like Camila needs to learn. Ingo needs to be fired and never heard from again. Mm -hmm. And so the point that I'm making is number one, people assumed what she meant. I mean, it was a Insta story. There are plenty of Insta stories that have been taken out of context. Now, if Camila was on that bullshit, if she was, then I fully expect her to come back, say, my bad, I did not mean it the way that, I, that it was taken. Or if she really did mean it that way, then I fully expect her to come and stay with her whole chest. Yeah. You know, one way or the other, she's going to make a statement. I get it, I understand it, it's whatever. I feel like as the entire cast the younger cast of Days of Our Lives have done a really good job of representing themselves and their stance on these issues. Now, as far as her, you know, being out with her boyfriend's family on that boat, well, if you looked at her Insta story, you know she hasn't been completely social distancing this whole time, so it was nothing new. That's why I'm like, why are these people shocked? I mean, her whole family, not whole family, but her, her extended yeah. family has been on her Insta story multiple times she said on there that she goes to her mom's house. So it's not like she's been doing your average quarantine. Like a lot of the outrage is coming. I'm just like, she ain't doing anything different than what she's already been doing. Now the MAGA boyfriend, I I've met her boyfriend. He's really nice. <sighs> I know a lot of Cubans and they're, I only know one out of all of the Cubans I know. And I know a lot, there's only one that isn't a Trump supporter. So it didn't surprise me. In the least, I'm used to it. I expect it. You know, if you want to be presa and presumida, you go for it. I don't care. But I'm just saying, I just want to wait for her statement to come out before I just completely write. I'm not going to write her off. I just feel like she needs to learn to judge the room. Yeah. And she, I feel like this could have been resolved if she had just came straight out and said, I did not mean it that way. Yeah. Or... I meant it that way, but I mean, people jumped on it because this is soap Twitter. We automatically assume the worst. And I mean, people just ran with it and, and I get it. But then again, when you look at all the stuff that's happened and all of the other 
red hatters that have just came out just loud, proud, and strong, I can see why you would automatically go there. Just just automatically. Because, I mean, Ingo's up here with his whole chest. Now, if Camila was doing that, I would be straight up like, sis, I got to go. I cannot. I cannot with you. But she's well, and I think the problem. I think the problem was is she tried to express so many issues either in two words or 120 characters. You know, there was a lot that she was trying to unpack. And I feel as though, you know, and that's why I brought up Eden, because why couldn't she just have done something similar if she's either for or against, you know? Well, if she's against, she should just keep her mouth shut and keep moving. But if she is for these peaceful protests to mourn the death of this man, George Floyd, who was brutally murdered by a police officer, then she should have taken the Eden McCoy route. And It was on an Insta story. It wasn't like it was a post on Instagram. Like your Insta story, if you yeah. saw all the stupid stuff that are on there and I'm and that's like I get it you're a public figure your stuff is out there people are going to assume intent and you need to make yourself plain and I feel like she needs to do that she needs to come out one way or the other and say something but then the way that some people are acting I I fully expect her to double down and be like I ain't saying shit I ain't apologizing for shit fuck all y'all you know just because of how some people came at her and I'm not saying how they came at her was wrong I'm not saying it's right I'm just saying if you're that person and you feisty like that, I don't care how wrong I am. You ain't gonna get me to apologize until I'm ready for it. And I feel like that's probably what's gonna happen in this case. Is it? I don't know what's gonna happen. I can't predict the future. I just, she could, there are 50,000 ways she could have expressed herself. And I wish she would have chose any of those 49,999 yeah. other ones to do it. But it is what it is. When she comes out with that red hat, then we're going to have a problem and I'll be the first one on the front lines beefing with her. Up until then, I'm reserving judgment and I'm not just doing it because she's one of my favorites. I'm doing it because we're always quick to run and hop on someone without having all the facts. Up until this point, I've never seen anything that's shown that she's been this level of problematic. Yeah. Everybody else is problematic on this bird app. You've seen, you've seen mm. something. Or multiple mm. posts that have said it. We've had many episodes about just, it. And I think she just misspoke. I honestly think she did. I think it was just a careless, just bloop thing that she did. And she didn't learn her lesson now because so Twitter is real good for handling you your ass when it comes down to you making mistakes. But I just, I don't, I would say the same thing if it was anyone that I hadn't seen them being problematic about racial issues before. Now, I can give you a whole list of people where if they said this, I would be going left. I'd be the first one leading the charge. But I just wish she'd been more like Billy Flynn right now. He's just like straight up airing out people on Instagram. I mean, just a simple Black Lives Matter post would have had so much more of an impact than what she did. But or retweeting what your network hard. said. You know, why yeah. couldn't she have retweeted what NBC said? Or why couldn't she have just said, you know, as a strong, independent minority woman, I stand with all of you. You know, there are so many other things she could have said. And Dee, I'm with you. I'll wait for a statement if she chooses to make one. But if not, then she needs to know what she's up against. And I don't think she quite knows that yet because really nobody does. Um, 
so we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, but, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the future. And I mean, I really, really hope that it was just her, you know, just blurting out the wrong thing and saying the wrong yeah. thing. I mean, I really just don't want to just have to like go in on her like Ingo Magamucker, but you know, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, see, you should have said because I'm not going to use that as an episode title, but that would have been great for the other one. <laughs> Oh, damn. I'm a damn mess. I can't help it. <laughs> well, anyway, I think I speak for all of us at this podcast when I say that Black lives matter, um, Black culture matters, and Black communities matter. And may George continue to rest in peace. And um, I think we all stand with the peaceful protesters trying to make some sense of progress when there has never been any, truly. Um, so anyway, Tiggs, where can they find you on Twitter? The best 11985, being very, 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 very black. Okay. Um, and <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and I didn't know what to say, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh really really megan bitch, bitch. lord so many bitches up in here um alan where can they find you on twitter you can find me shark free and alice rapper <laughs> <laughs> you won't dodge any sharks there <laughs> oh god um d where can they find you with the drink in your hand Hello. They can find me lusting over Jay Kenneth Johnson and Chandler Massey at TMZDD. And Rodrigo, <laughs> where can they find your polar shirt wear and sell? <laughs> you can find me at Rodrigo's World 81. And you can find our show on Twitter and Facebook. All you have to do is search at the chat underscore podcast. And you can find me at KCS Hatch. And we will have a special episode coming up the day after the Daytime Emmy Awards. And then we will return for the chat season three very soon. Stay tuned. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. See you Bye. Bye.